Hey everybody, this is Rep. Joe Kerwin coming to you with the new Fresh Takes. Um, today I want to talk about the president as well as his administration. Normally I shy away from talking about federal and national issues because I am a state representative, but right now President Biden as well as the people in his administration and their decisions are causing hardship for Pennsylvanians, including Pennsylvanians right here in the 125th District. Today I'm going to discuss President Biden's recent actions as well as his agenda that is going to set Pennsylvania and the nation back economically if it does proceed in Congress. The president's traveling to Pennsylvania today to his boyhood home of Scranton. Um, he's going to tout his so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill, the Build Back Better plan. Um, the Build Back Better plan is not actually an infrastructure plan, but rather a human infrastructure plan that will put our nation in debt and will cost $3.5 trillion. And much to the chagrin of Joe Biden, this plan will not cost zero dollars. It will cost $3.5 trillion, and it will punish Americans, whether they be middle class, upper class, or lower class. We'll see increased inflation, increased taxes, and increased regulation as this Build Back Better plan, if it does become law, if it does pass Congress, fundamentally changes Pennsylvania and the United States. Well, I think it's important to understand that we are seeing a fundamental shift in the government's role in our lives. The previous administration, we had four years of expanded economic growth as well as reduced regulation, reduced involvement of the government in the majority of people's lives. Now we've seen a monumental shift towards government overregulation, government involvement in the economy, in the lives of American citizens, in the lives of Pennsylvanians. And I want to hit again on the Build Back Better bill. So this is $3.5 trillion that we're talking about. Every single Democratic congressman and woman in Pennsylvania, all nine of them, are supporting this bill. Senator Bob Casey is supporting this bill. If it wasn't for the courageous actions of Joe Manchin in, from West Virginia and Kirsten Cinema from Arizona. We would have seen this bill pass and through the reconciliation process and become law and place a huge burden on the economy of Pennsylvania and the United States. Those two senators, they are Democrats, but they are moderates. They have a lot of common sense and they can see what this bill will do to the economy, what it will do to the workforce, what it will do to not just Pennsylvanians, but all Americans. Something that I saw in the news this week, the two senators are standing in the way of uh, an agenda being passed, and it's not two senators. It is all of the Republican senators and two Democrat senators. That is a, a That means that a majority of senators in our nation are standing against this legislation. It's not two people blocking it. It's not like two people are standing in the way of the entire nation moving forward. It's more than half of our Senate. This is how it's designed to work, isn't it? That's correct. I mean, we have 100 senators representing 50 states for this purpose, for each state to have an equal representation from their two senators. Now, as you can, like you said, Chuck, 52 senators oppose the bill as is. That's a majority of the country. That's a majority of the states. And, you know, unfortunately, here in Pennsylvania, we only have one of our senators opposing this bill. Bob Casey does support it. Um, it. This bill, we need to understand that we do not have unlimited funds to spend on just whatever we want with absolutely no plan in place to make sure that we're able to pay for this bill and offset the debt that it's going to add to our national debt. We're already multiple trillions of dollars in debt. This is just going to expand our debt 
decrease opportunity for Americans and also make living harder here in Pennsylvania. Furthermore, to label this as an infrastructure plan is irresponsible. It includes things like an increase in the child tax credit, Green New Deal initiatives, as well as attempting to fit free education with two years of free co community college for every American in it. It's blatantly obvious that this is not an infrastructure bill, that this is a far left wish list of spending and increased regulation and things that the majority of Americans, quite frankly, whether they be Republican, Democrat or independent, do not want. It's one thing to invest in roads. It's one thing to invest in bridges and uh, uh, real physical infrastructure. It's even one uh, another thing to invest in uh, IT infrastructure, making sure that the Internet is operating as efficiently as possible, making sure everyone has access. But when you invest money in trying to educate people to a point that is beyond their ambition, you end up with... As we've seen in this nation, we have a, a whole lot of people that that decided when the government decided to hand out money to take money and not work rather than work. To over-educate these people beyond the point where they're willing to work, does that make any sense? Or is it just, as you said, just dumping money? And wouldn't it be smarter to invest in education for people that allows them to take on the jobs that we've got? Chuck, I don't think it makes any sense at all. Quite frankly, we've had a labor crisis throughout the United States. We have people that are remaining at home that can go back to work. There's a lot of good-paying jobs out there. This sort of legislation is going to continue that and expand it in the United States. I see it all throughout my district that there are help-wanted signs everywhere, whether they be at small businesses, at large manufacturers. We need to come up with economic programs that incentivize work rather than delegitimize it and breed a culture of people that don't want to stay, that don't want to work and want to stay at home. I think it's also important to note that we do have a lot of infrastructure problems here in Pennsylvania as well as throughout the country. There's actually things that we could be physically working on rather than over-educating people. Right. And there is an infrastructure bill out there that's being held hostage by progressives right now, left-wing progressives in Congress. Now, that infrastructure bill, the success of, of that bill, and it is a bipartisan bill, 20 uh, Republican senators signed on with 50 Democratic senators to pass that bill, is being held hostage by Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, and the left-wing agenda in the House of Representatives as well as the White House. Now, that's good. That infrastructure, um, while I may disagree with some of the spending in there, it at least is hard infrastructure that can improve things in Pennsylvania, such as roads and bridges. We're not seeing any movement on that bill because it's been tied together with a $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill that progressives want to pass. And if it doesn't pass, they will not vote for the $1.6 trillion infrastructure bill. And so what we end up looking at is, is no progress at all or progress in a direction that many people don't want to go. And this is, of course, uh, driving the debate and driving the spike between groups of people in our nation, ones that want to work, ones that want to get back to work, and those who want to usher in a workless utopia. Is there a way that we could move forward and maybe make a little bit of sense doing it? And is there something that we can do here at the state level, or, is, or are we hands tied because of the way the federal government is operating? Well, Everything that President Biden is trying to do right now is unworkable. And 
this is coming from an individual that campaigned as somebody that who is going to be a moderate, somebody that was going to work with Republicans, independents, and Democrats alike. Right now, he's shut out Republicans. He's also shut out moderate members of his own party. I mean, it, we are seeing a 180 reversal from what the president promised to what he's delivering. And when I say delivering, I don't mean he's not really delivering on anything. He's causing hardship through this country. I can use an example just from my personal life that I hear all about from people in my district, gas prices. Gas prices are through the roof. Just yesterday, I filled up my Jeep. It cost $70. A year ago, it would have cost less than, almost half of that. It, it's ridiculous, and I hear it from people all the time. The Build Back Better agenda, unfortunately, is destroying this country. We're seeing inflation. We're seeing labor shortages, shortages of goods. We're told that we might not be able to have things for Christmas, that we might not be able to have certain foods. And then on top of that, we're talked down to by this administration and told, well, those are high-class problems, and you should just learn to do without. This has been Fresh Takes.